I'm just going to follow this guidance. I've never had this guidance before, but this is it feels like this beautiful guidance is showing up and synchronicities are happening and people are coming into my life that are just great. And, and just sort of, I never really questioned that. Like, I think since I saw something deeper about life, I, I've, I've never once really questioned that. I, I kind of like, I spent time not being able to see it or not being able to, not being it not feeling like it's not there but I've never question sort of questioned the wisdom of that guidance hello 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 and welcome coaching life podcast where we peel back the bull crap and brush away any photoshopping to give you an unfiltered look at what it's like to live a coaching life in today's world of social media we get to see a wider range of opinions and views of people than at any other time in history and the potential for conflict and disagreement is perhaps also greater than at any other time now today's guest caught my eye when I saw her introducing some sanity into a couple of conversations when she was suggesting exploring ways to portray a message without making others with a different message wrong. And this is something that I catch myself with. I'm very passionate about this profession and about helping people. So I do occasionally get a little worked up when I see people sharing or suggesting things that I consider less than helpful. And at these times, I'm often inspired by some of my own amazing mentors who simply allow their own work to speak for itself. Uh, they never seem to refer to others' works that they disagree with. They stay focused on their own message and allow their work and their own message to do the talking. And in a way, this is about allowing um, your own voice to speak without having to speak against the voice of others. And today's guest is a communication coach, a video marketer who helps uh, people, individuals and businesses uncover their authentic expression, both in a business context and in life generally. She has a background in TV and video production and as a coach and consultant runs retreats and workshops um, on confidence and authenticity. But there's a little bit more to that, which we'll uncover. And she's passionate about helping others express themselves um, in a way that has real power and impact. And we're going to explore a little bit more about that today. So a big warm welcome to Joe Monday. Hello. I feel. Thank Hello. you. Hello. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, I always start here. It's just a, a little introduction for the listeners of, of, of uh, what got you here. So can you uh, perhaps give us a bit of a background uh, background story on, on really what got you into that TV work, TV and video production, and then the move into the work that you do now? Sure, yeah. Um, so... I was I was quite lucky actually. Like when I started, I did a um, after I graduated from uni, I, I I managed to get a job at LBC Radio, um, and uh, it's a London talk uh, radio station. Um, and I was what's cool about radio is you're kind of thrown into the deep end, and you uh, you get to kind of like mix with the guests and set up set up interesting interviews and start writing like intros and stuff. Um, and I just kind of like fell in love with the with the buzz of it, and um, I was really interested in getting into TV as well. Um, from a just a kind of like it just seemed like a really exciting, probably glamorous <laughs> uh, a job that I wanted to do. Um, and it was, but what was very interesting at the time was was the internet was just kind of um, growing and. Uh, video was just starting to come onto the internet and at the time like broadband was much slower so if you watched a video um uh, on the internet you used to have to wait a couple of minutes to sort of for it to to buffer and um right. so it'd be like download first as well perhaps it, it would basically be that and so it was still it was still very much in its infancy and and you you know we couldn't really see what it was going to turn into um but um I was kind of bouncing around uh, various kind of like um, TV roles and, and it was quite a sort of, you'd, you'd join one programme and it'd be quite a short term and then you'd, you'd join another one. Um, and it was quite a sort of 
high pressured long hours sort of on unreliable type of of work and I was kind of slightly beginning to question what um, the wisdom of it um and then um I actually got an interview for a radio job but to go back in into radio um and uh they said well actually we're, we're just developing this this video this website this new vi video website um which is going to be this huge like uh, library of how-to videos um, and there was this like young team and um, I was in my 20s at the time and everyone was in their 20s and it just seemed like a really cool thing to do it was kind of like back to radio but like but with video and it was you know we we're churning out like five videos a week each each little pair of um pair of us and uh yeah so it, it was just like a fascinating job really and and I learned so much about filmmaking in that time because you just have, you're just getting it out there sort of sometimes a bit rough and ready um and yeah just in you just like interviewing loads of well I, I was one of the few uh women on the team so I was given like fashion and makeup tips um, <laughs> as well as random things like gardening and um some relationship stuff as well so it was all yeah so that was kind of and I think I was quite lucky, really, because at the time it was just like a fun thing to do. To do, but actually, what I didn't realise it was like the start of um, a much a, a huge change in in the industry. Um, and I and I feel lucky because if I if I'd stayed in in TV, it, it it was there were a lot of sort of grumblings from sort of more established kind of um, directors and cam camera operators and stuff who were sort of saying. Oh, it's all—it's all kind of dumbing down and 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 becoming kind of cheaper, and you know, there's not that kind of the art—the art to it. Right, yeah. um, but because I was always kind of in that kind of like slightly more cheaper throwaway, I suppose you want—you'd call it stuff from the start. I kind of like embraced it more, and, and I could see that actually, what's really cool about it that that um, TV never had is it really broke down. Um, broke down the kind of the, the the barrier to entry really so so that um not only could to start with us kind of like um you know us youngsters who were just making it quite freely and cheaply could 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 start making stuff but also obviously what it's become now is that everyone who's, who owns a phone can can make a video so um and that's and that's really exciting because everyone has a platform and and it isn't just you don't need a big budget or lots of expertise um or knowing the right people or whatever it was the the, the traditional industry I, I could see was a bit more of a closed shop um and so yeah so that was uh that was how it all began and and then um I've just I've just stayed stayed in that area but I, I um I think that another turning point for me was uh back in 2010 my my mum passed away and um it was a time of kind of um stepping back and, re and reflecting on or and asking myself bigger questions about life and and um where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do which I hadn't really done before and um I sort of I ended up going on sort of um, a few a few events which were designed to kind of help you reflect on your next step and um, that was um, and I think it was invaluable to just take a step back and and um, look at the bigger picture and I, I sort of basically stumbled across coaching and and I got fascinated by the people who were leading the program and what this whole thing was about so I started doing some training within that and um that was that was when it all got a bit more trippy and, and I started to kind of have bigger insights about um the connectivity of ev everyone and and how how this was a spiritual world and 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 things like that which I never really had any experience of or, or interest in it sort of um opened up a bigger dimension into um 
wow, the, the, there's something really rich and beautiful and, 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 and loving for us as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that, um, that's that been a, a, an ever-deepening journey uh, that I find myself on now um, around helping people um, access that and, and, and see that and um, also in terms of um, bringing it back to communication and expression kind of and what we always have available to us without needing a script or, or, or a plan or anything else like that so um, it completely changed my um, approach to video making and marketing as well. And and that's an area I'd love to just let's dive in there a little bit. Like, I'm curious, when did the two start to become married? When did those two start dating each other? Right. I mean, <laughs> so you came across, you know, coaching through your own, you know, through essentially exposing yourself to to that, um, and following it up doing your own coaching training how did you develop from that into what you do now like did the two immediate did, was that an immediate idea that you would you would bring the video stuff in um how did that come about yeah, um when i started doing the, the the coaching training i was working for a charity doing their uh video uh marketing um and I I left that to, to sort of start up on my own and um, I was mostly making um, videos for charities and, and a few corporates and things like that. But as I um, within as I was I was basically developing um, more and more contacts within the coaching industry, I, I ended up making I started helping people make um, videos for you know the more established coaches to start with and, and then um it's been um yeah and and sort of because coaching is such a kind of um there's a really there's a real kind of intimate connection with within coaching um and it's such a personal service that it really uh it really lends itself to well audio as well but but video um and so in making, um, helping um, coaches make, make videos for themselves, it's like it's really getting across that intimacy and that connection that is in a coaching conversation, getting that across in, in, a, in a short, you know, two-minute video. Um, I think that's really exciting because um, you really get the essence, essence of it. Um, and so that's where that connection started and, and it was more um, a sort of a, a done for you thing where I, I, I would um, do all the, all the filming and editing and, and, and now it's evolved again into like okay let's, let's look at actually how can someone embrace the technology themselves and, and do it all, all themselves um and uh yeah because that side of things is is simplifying so you don't need a professional cam camera person now and you don't you don't need any of that stuff um but i think there's a real opportunity for coaches um and other and other um people uh who who work kind of with someone intimately like one-to-one -one, you know like personal trainers or whatever whatever it is um to to really get out there and 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 start talking in that way because there's just so many lovely people who who are just lovely to, to listen to and and I think helping people you know um, demystify that process and just get the get their message across is is really cool and that you know what and that brings us right up to date as well in a way at least that's how it looks to me because um you know I, I've uh, uh, enrolled in a in a course that you've recently put together I mean you know just to, as an example as just as an example of where you're at now and what you're offering now, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because you are offering a course exactly designed to do what you've just said, right? To help people create their own their own content. 
yeah, exactly. So it's sort of um, it's just about um, making videos at home uh, and in a way that you look professional and sound professional, and and it doesn't require loads of complicated equipment. And um, I think um, a lot of people put stuff out there, so it it sounds like it's a complicated process, and you need to spend thousands of pounds. But it, but like. That's just not not true. Um, I think the biggest hurdle is, is um, you know, actually just being able to press record and not have a complete meltdown. Um, <laughs> and um, and we can kind of hide behind that. Oh, it, oh, it's all a bit complicated. But actually, um, no, it's not. And um, and also seeing through um, the insecurity about uh, being visible or you know being prepared to be vulnerable and, th- and things like that 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 is something that 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 as you know you know Phil, it can, it's something that is um easy to see through as well yeah so what what inspired you to create to create that product um it's funny it's something um I wrote half of it about six months before I actually launched it, and then I sat on it, and then um, it, it was just something that kind of made sense for me to share because um, I, I was just seeing what people was were creating, and, and I thought there are there are some basic things they could do here that would help, um, and. It's, it's funny, isn't it, the creative process, because it sort of goes in waves, I find, and I, I sort of had a bit of a flurry with it, and then, I, and then I just sat on it and other things in life took over, and then and then suddenly a sort of a sort of one-off comment from someone, and then I just sort of, like, I, I made it all in this race, a very short um, couple of days, and it was like... Um, what I really saw with that is that we can never really take credit for for things. It just like life, the life force is either quite dormant or it's cool. it's like completely energized. And it was like, oh right, okay, I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Um, so there wasn't some great big grand plan. I don't have like some like five year strategy sort of like what's making sense to do. Mm. <laughs> that seems to yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm unconscious. I'm I'm jumping around a little bit here. I'm wondering what came first, chicken or egg? If you're having going through your coaching training, you're having conversations with people. Um, yeah, I, I am. I'm curious. Like, was it a case of like you were coaching people and then offering like the video service, or were you going into that with 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 the intention of um, helping them um, use and create videos? Um, yeah, again, I, I don't feel like I had a big plan. I it was just what was making sense at the time and what was what was showing up for me. I, I feel like um, I, I feel like I was being taken on a, on a path really that that was just each step was kind of being revealed and it was all it was obvious what the next step was and I was trusted trusting that and and it wasn't um having kind of floundered around a bit in terms of um yeah I think in my 20s I was I was always quite an anxious person and in my teens as well it was I never really felt very comfortable on this planet and um And I didn't feel like I was very good at life, I suppose. It, it was like I, I had lucky breaks and things like that. But in terms of um, my ability just to kind of flow through life, I, I would give myself about a two out of a ten or something. It, it wasn't like, you know, I was I was pretty useless with relationships. And um, I was... Yeah, it always seemed to be that everyone else was having, was just getting on with with life a bit more easily than I was. Um, but then, kind of, 
it was really uh, like during that reflective time after after my mum's death and that kind of deeper ex- starting that deeper exploration. I just it, every every step seemed to be shown, and, and it was like, well, I'm just gonna follow this guidance. I've never had this guidance before, but this is it. Feels like this beautiful guidance is showing up, and synchronicities are happening, and people are coming into my life that are just great, and and just sort of. I never really questioned that. Like I think since I saw something deeper about life, I I've, I've never once really questioned that. I, I kind of like I spent time not being able to see it or not being able, to, not being it, not feeling like it's not there. But I've never quest, sort of questioned the wisdom of that guidance. Um, and and it's always often been sort of unexpected twists and turns, but they've always been kind of happy synchronicities and, and things like that so it's it feels like mm, sort of like day and night in terms of how how I was stumbling through life and 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 now just it is there is just much more flow um and yeah I don't remember what your question was but uh, <laughs> I'm wondering what was, what do you see as really that changes down to in you? So some specific training, some specific coaching that because you know those those opportunities and the path that's like that's always there, right? Irrespective of whether we whether we see it or not, whether we're open to it or not, whether we're resisting it or not. Yeah. So what what was it that helped you to to see that and then we use this word trust if you like, but um, yeah, to 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 notice that that was how how things were working out. Um, it was just one big insight, I, I think. I was um, at an event and they um, we were asked to kind of put our hands on our hearts and think of a time we were really grateful. And, 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 um, and I was remembering this time when my mum was really ill the first time um, we had this beautiful moment where we walked through a park and um, she, was, she was having this operation the following week and, and the operation might had a chance that she wouldn't make it through. Um, so we had this kind of, um, this strange week where it could have been her last week. Um, she ended up living six years more, but um, it was a very intense time, but we, we had this, we sort of went for this beautiful walk and, um, I'd never really told her how much she meant to me, and and I got the opportunity to do that, um, and and sort of telling her that even if she died, I would always, she'd always be in my heart. She, you know, that would never. And I just remember feeling really certain that, um, like that wouldn't touch any of the love that we had. It, it was, it was, it would always be there. And and I just remember seeing her sort of welling up and. Um, and then fast forward to this event, and and I was just so grateful I, I got that chance because when she did actually die, um, there was she was so kind of drugged up basically she had uh, a cancer that um, it, it you, you never know when you, you're going to get that opportunity again and it never even though I told her at the end she was quite spaced out so it was it wasn't quite the same and and I and I could see that first time how how much it it, it meant to her that I said that. Um, Anyway, so so there was this real, like, beautiful, rich feeling to, to that memory. But um, as I was um, remembering it, it just felt like um, everything in the room just kind of, um, just like I was connected to the walls and the ceilings and, and the people and the chairs. And, and it, it, was just the, it was just the oneness of life, really. Um, and and it was so um, it was so sure and so certain and so um, so undeniably what life is like like um, the knowing of that and um, and it and it just really it just it was that one moment that that I. 
that I knew I was going to be okay. And, and I knew that, like, that's the trust, I think, is, is, is that that just felt more real than anything um, in this apparent objective world. That, that was just, like, it was just a, a different level of feeling that um, I'd experienced. And, and I think that's just informed everything since. And I've had kind of smaller versions of that, I suppose, since. But... Um, it, it was, yeah, it, it's just something that I wouldn't question. Um, just, yeah, sort of hard to define, but just that knowing that um, any any feeling of separation is, is, is just a feeling. And, and we, we just sort of, yeah, it's kind of like any anxiety or problem just seems so tiny and insignificant compared to the size of that, yeah. the magnitude of that. Um, yeah. Just like like a, a massive wave, just like washing it all away, like effortlessly, you know, it, it kind of um, just the beauty of it. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, really beautiful. And this might be an impossible question to answer, but we'll see if anything comes to mind. Do you think there's anything, really, that you you have done since then that you otherwise wouldn't have done? Um. Well, yeah. I mean, like I gave up alcohol sort of almost immediately, um, having uh, having been quite dependent on alcohol. Um, and travel as well. Yeah, I, I was always kind of interested in travel, but just kind of a bit too nervous. So um, traveling in Asia has been something I've done since then, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, I suppose just experimenting and exploring and saying yes to more things um, and not not waiting for life to be a, a certain way or to fit into a certain box or, or um, needing to, yeah, have, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'm sort of, I'm single, um, I don't have kids. A lot of my, the, the age group I'm in, a lot of my friends do have young families, but it's not like... Um, I probably would have been worried about that sort of like 10 years ago, but it's sort of surprisingly kind of, um, I don't feel like I need to, to follow a certain trajectory because I, it, there's, yeah, life is like, is a bit of a mystery, but a beautiful mystery and, and just like letting it unfold, just what we, what it only ever is doing anyway, but, um, yeah, kind of, just everything comes, I remember Rupert Spearer saying, like, you, you just, everything comes a bit more quirky and a bit more, um, yeah, le less, you're less fitting into a box, right. your kind of eccentricities, I suppose, come out a bit more, um, and I think that's what I love, that's, that's what, like, I'd, when you see someone kind of breaking the mold a bit I just I just I love that because because I'm always fascinated by people who, who aren't kind of following a certain cultural trend and um yeah I think that's what we were talking about earlier as well sort of like um in terms of like when you're doing um videos or, or whatever just like really being being yourself and and letting you know not necessarily following the kind of recommended advice of how to you know how to sell a course or whatever but just like you know being yourself and 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 kind of the what's the word like how magnetic that is for other people to to watch you know sort of that unfiltered um expression it's really cool yeah i mean it's like the it seems to me that really when we allow flow one of a better term but when we just really allow like 
not allowing it. It's not, it, we can't do that anyway. Like the, the resistance is just in our experience of it, right? So we either resist the experience and we have, we have an unpleasant experience of what's going on. Um, so, but we're either like flowing with life or trying to make it fit. And it's such a more pleasant experience really to, to really just ride it, ride it and, and, and having it unfold. And, you know, you mentioned about, um, perhaps people who break the mold and what have you. And I, I sort of think, gosh, I have so many more ideas now than I, than I perhaps used to. And it's like, there's less riding on the idea, but I tend to do more with them. Mm because it doesn't matter whether they work out or not it's just all part of the fun and the experimentation yeah, yeah. it's more like a playground isn't yeah, it yeah yeah life is much more of a playground absolutely yeah. love that but there's an important point yeah you touched on there and we spoke a little bit about this we talk about you know people perhaps um being unconventional um and and doing what's right for them you know as i mentioned in the intro you you brought some sanity into uh, I've seen it. You do it a number of times, actually. Just bringing some sanity into conversations and stuff, and you help people really um, help them get across their message. Kind of, what is your take on that? Do Do you think we ever really need to make somebody else wrong? I mean, what when you're if you're coaching somebody or helping somebody create their message and put their message out there, what's your take on all of that? Um. Kind of be being controversial or, or kind of um, I'm thinking of someone like Gary, Gary V is someone who is is very like energetic and direct mm-hmm. and will kind of like tell you how how to be in in, in a way but like it feels really authentic with him like it feels like that's just him he can't help himself he's just spilling out of every pore and 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 it's like it's just like too much energy almost for his body and because of that he's really um he's really easy to watch and he's really and, endearing in that like in that yeah in that realness for him he's really endearing i think that we are drawn to we just nat- I think we naturally know when somebody is just like they're not pretending that's how it is for them yeah exactly and and I think um and yeah it's it's just when it's a bit more contrived that it's, it's a bit problematic or or, or or like someone's being controversial because they feel like that will work as a strategy or <laughs> perhaps their like mentor is like that and they want to and they're and they think, oh well, they're doing well, so I'll, I'll do that as well, and I'll do well, or, or something like I'd, it's, yeah, and and there's, there's just a different fi- feeling to that, and um, but but there's all sorts of of ways of um, get getting noticed, and and it doesn't doesn't have to be shouting and lecturing and and for some people it might be and and that will work for them in terms of that will make that will make sense um but yeah to have a kind of blueprint of this is how to get attention is is a bit yeah crazy um because if you think of the of the people who have effortless effortlessly kind of really grabbed our attention um there is no there is no blueprint you know there is no kind of how to with that it's just um they are um there's just so many ways the variety is just um brilliant so um yeah and I'm curious how. So, if I was to come to you and say, like, "Come on, Joe, help me. Here's my message." Right. I mean, ultimately, I want to help people live their most joyous, loving life, and around lots of subjects. I talk about leadership and relationships a lot with my clients. Um, and I'm coming to you and I'm saying, oh, "I notice, like, I love how that person shows up." There is a tendency, right? It's a natural tendency for us to follow strategy. Mm. 
what is it? How, how do you work with somebody like me if I come to you like that? And, I, and I'm, I'm kind of distracted really by what everybody else is doing. Um, I think it's a shift in, in focus really for, from um, exploring, um, moving your focus back to uh, what makes sense for you to do, as in, um, you know, your your podcast here, Phil, is is it's got a lovely kind of like warm feeling to it, and and it's got that kind of easy kind of conversational. It, it's like it's something um, that seems to kind of reflect it nicely, like how how you are, and and it it's not. Um, and I I suspect when you had the idea for the podcast. You just kind of thought, oh, that would be a fun thing to do, or, or um, like, um, you didn't think, right? I'm going to get X amount of more thousand followers if I make a podcast, and 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 there was this big kind of thing. I suspect you just thought, well, that would be just a fun thing to play with, and 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 see where it goes, and and it, and because it's sort of, um, it, it it just kind of fits with who you are. It's kind of developed and grown and and it's you know you it's not a kind of like fly by night idea that that lasted a month it's actually you know you sort of like um been doing this for quite a long time now so yeah thank you thank you so what what excites you at the moment then what's going on at the moment that that you're finding the most exciting in the work that you're doing i think um it, it feels again like like a kind of a bit of a blank canvas of um, of possibility. Like, like I feel really like again going back to kind of like the internet and and the potential and power that it has. Like like I I think we're still at the real uh, sort of you know we'll look back in fifty years and it will be like this is this was a really exciting time um, to be alive. Like like and and. Um, it's still a real kind of playground, I suppose, for being able to um, express yourself and, and create an audience and all those things. Um, and who knows, it might not always be like that in, in, in 10 years. I've got no idea. But, like, it's kind of like, yeah, let's kind of, it just feels like fertile ground for everyone to, to, to kind of play and experiment and... Um, and also that there's, there's there's no barriers. There's nothing to lose. It's just kind of like um, see what happens. Um, so yeah, so um, helping others. You know, I'm, I'm excited about growing more um, communities around that and kind of um, exploring together. How, you know, um, how how we can get our messages out there and 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 just play with it and and. Um, yeah, sort of feels like the potential is is just there, wait, waiting for us all. Yeah, yeah, and I love that because like you haven't come up with a thing as such. It's the fact that there there is a playground there and there is possibility there. So that's lovely. So let's flip that around, and like for you, perhaps since your since your mother passed and um, you started working um, and combining coaching and consultancy with the video work. What's been the most challenging aspect of that work for you? Um, I think even though, um, as I shared about my insights, that there's that trust in um, something deeper to life. Like, it doesn't mean... I'm immune to the kind of, um, I suppose you could call them like self-sabotage voices or, or, or like, you know, I think um, the thoughts we have about ourselves can be quite vicious mm -hmm. and um, and actually kind of with an openness um, that seems to come with that kind of expansive feeling and exploration it also seems to invite almost more extreme moments of um 
kind of self-attack or whatever you want to call it. And um, and although I suppose you can have a different relationship to them in that you know that they're passing through and they do pass through quicker, they're still... Um, yeah, you still have really bleak days and, and, and just all I can do is just kind of go for a walk and, and, and sort of ride it out really and, and, and um, yeah, sort of the, the human mind seems to want to, um, yeah, sort of like um, be determined to kind of hold on to that separation or that old separation and um so having patience with yourself I think is really important um because um like Chip Chipman is one of my favorite um people to listen to um and and he always talks about our psychological innocence in such a beautiful way and um I think in those times we just definitely don't feel like we're innocent. We feel like we're failing at life or we're crap in some way or we've failed someone or, or whatever it is. And, and it's kind of like that's a kind of a little a beacon of um, like a kind of North Star when I'm sort of like, oh, you know, um, in that kind of everything's sort of crap and attacking, yeah. attacking voice. So. Yeah. And, you know, it's such an important point, isn't it? Even, you know, like understanding a little bit more about how we experience life, um, how perhaps the mind works, doesn't necessarily change how the mind works, <laughs> you know. Um, I mean, I still I, I still get that. I've mentioned on this podcast before as well, like some had some dark moments and dark times yesterday. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I guess I probably... Um, Maybe they don't last as long, perhaps, but I don't. I don't really know. I think um, when when I remember, then I'm able to laugh at that. To have that going on, but yeah, I still here we are. We're still human. We still are capable, and then for and therefore will experience times of uh, despair, anxiety, sadness, and grief. Um, and I think it's it's helpful actually to try and aspire to some transcendence of the human experience. Um, I think you know the understanding that you and I have been around the three principles and the work of Sydney Banks and then other other work as well around perhaps um, you know you talk about separateness and what have you the illusion of, of separateness and oneness and all that kind of stuff. Really, I think to me all of I want to use all of that to help me understand what it's like to be human. Mm. So that even in those darker moments, like I say, when I remember, I, I, I can then get a little bit of a glimpse of what it is that's going on. And just having that means it's not quite so scary after all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of, um, as you say, like um, kind of understanding a bit more about how the whole system works doesn't stop it working in the way it's working. It's, it's just that, yeah, just that understanding can potentially ch change your um, perspective or, or, or view of, of what's going on. Um, but, yeah, not always. Sometimes you're just totally in that experience that, um yeah you're totally alone or you know whatever it is or that other person's complete mm. whatever and it's sort of uh yeah um but yeah it is a blessing to have any kind of perspective really like like you know to have that um to not always be feeling like you're buffeted around <laughs> by every little tiny um, 
thought that passes through, I think, um, for me has been, you know, transformational to, to not have to kind of get to the end of the day and feel like I need a drink because life's so exhausting um, is something, yeah, I'm just eternally grateful for, really. Wonderful. Um, there's one thing I wanted to come back on, really, just, just like we're, we're, we're getting near the end of time here. But one thing I didn't ask you, really, when we we're talking more about the work that you actually do, um, how have people found you? Because I, I know there's some, it's like, an, it looks, you know, we, we've spoken before we started recording. You, you know, there's, there's clearly some connection or some, some path that's evolved. But I'm wondering, like, if we look at perspective of clients for you, where have they come from? Has that changed? How has that evolved from when you were doing the video work, which I think you're doing some stuff there freelance, right? And then um, how has that evolved into, you know, the consultancy and coaching work? Um, for me, I think it's always like one, one-to-one um, connections, really. So um, whether that's just within your own kind of uh, direct community, um, and that could be offline or online. Um, I think, um, yeah, work, work's always just come where I've met someone and there's been a synergy or, or they've maybe recommended um, me to a, another of their contacts. Um, it's amazing how, yeah, just, just a, a conversation or, or so, something like that just just turns into something else. Um, and... Yeah, I think I think people work with with people that they that they trust or know or like it's sort of um, when that's there, it's sort of like I always remember it was like years ago spending loads of time on writing a CV, for example, and and that was like no one really cares about those kind of things. It's just kind of like I, I, I could have spent the last ten years sort of like I don't know being a deep sea diver, but because I it's it's just like um again it's kind of back to that knowing isn't it when you meet someone or you um see them on a video or whatever it's kind of like well you either you just start you just know that that they're either they're either not right for you and, or or there's something about them that resonates and and then you you want to kind of get get to know them more and i i think that's the way i've um cho- made my choices as well in terms of like um coaches that I've worked with or um the programs I've been on or whatever it's been it's kind of like well yeah don't really know anything about you but you you seem I like I'd like to know a bit more (laughs) yeah yeah the the wonderful thing that's curiosity that seems to open up a lot of avenues really yeah so um yeah thank you so much for for taking the time coming on here final question actually if you have a a message for people that's listening they're listening to this that are looking to for ways of creating more impact and getting their own message out into the world what's like your one minute thing for them to take away um i I think um like the power of simplicity and, and and the power of um like stripping away what's not needed and and the, the richness of um what comes through when when you let that simplicity in that space um and, and i mean this sounds a bit like a how-to but just giving yourself that space to be still and silent and um I think it was Steven Spielberg who said, you know, the the voice of the intuition usually whispers to you and um I really love that uh clip of his he says it rarely shouts and it all it, it usually whispers and um just giving yourself the space to hear that and 
and trusting the power of that. Like there's um, hidden powers in something really simple and um, yeah, it's like it's got heft, it's got weight to it, and 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 it's um, and and I think it's probably the most important thing you can do is is to kind of tune into that and what's important to you. What a lovely way to end the conversation, Joe. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been really lovely having you on here. Thank you. Oh, me too. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. What a lovely, reflective conversation with Jo. I was particularly touched by her story of her telling her mother she loved her before she passed and her insights and times of reflection on life's bigger picture since then. And of course, I love how she simply trusts life as it unfolds, being willing to take steps on a path and trusting the next step will appear. Listening to the guidance of wisdom that seems to come through us, that whispers to us, following that deeper knowing we often feel. I think she summarised her outlook beautifully when I asked what's currently exciting her about her work and she said it's the playground and possibilities rather than a single thing. That openness to possibility is wonderful and very powerful. What have you heard in this episode that has touched you and what are you going to take away? What's your one thing you're going to do something with? I'd love to hear from you and possibly explore with you as each month I'm selecting someone from listeners that have contacted me to have a follow-up conversation that may be featured in a future episode of this podcast. What's your what's your takeaway from this conversation that you're going to use and do something with? And how is your 2019 going, by the way? What are your plans and intentions for this year? I'd love to hear from you in that respect too. And I know I've said this many times before, I want to get this podcast out to help as many coaches as possible. You can play a part in that by either sharing links to episodes with your community or by simply recommending it to others. And it will make a huge difference if you take just one minute to leave an honest review on iTunes. If you do that, please let me know. I may have something for you in return. Okay, once again, time's up. Thank you once again for listening. I wish you much love and joy.